Phew, my friend, thank you for being here today. Um, this is Burn the Ship Podcast, where we talk to entrepreneurs um, that we want to learn from, be more like about what they do in their day-to-day in their business, um, what they do, how they do it, why they do it. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and your business? Thanks, Bailey. It's great to be with you today. So, um, yeah, my name's Hugh Massey. And as we were just saying, I'm originally from Australia, but came to Atlanta 16, 17 years ago and set up DNA Behaviour. And we are a more of a unique company that we're in the field of human behaviour and money. Um, some people in the, in the financial world call that behavioural finance, but we help uh, people understand how they uh, make decisions, want to communicate, uh, what roles they should have, uh, how they deal with money, and, you know, a big thing that we work on is what is a person's identity and you know, how they shape up in the world and, and from there, how they're going to make decisions and, and, and grow. Right. Um, our, 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 a lot of our clients are in the wealth management uh, arena. So, you know, we work with financial advisors, family offices, banks in, in uh, helping them uh the, the advisors improve themselves, but also in, in, in improving the uh, the client relationship. So we, we work with the clients. And then we have uh, a lot of work that we do in sort of more organizational development areas. Sure. And are you working with like the HR department of a company? Are you working with salespeople? Are you working with all of those people? Or We would work with all of those. But if we if we go into a wealth management firm, it tends to be the person that runs wealth management, a practice manager type person. You know, it it becomes uh, about the uh, the wealth management process is 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 often where it starts. If we if we work more with a corporate, it would be starting off with probably the head of people culture or it could be a leader of a division that, that we start with. Um, sure. HR tends to be a bit more functional, whereas we're we're onto the people de- and, and administrative. We're more onto the people development side, so that's usually coming from a leader that wants to develop their people and, and enhance their interactions with their clients or customers. Sure, sure. So tell me, what is a problem that you might identify that would make a company a good prospect for you, or is that something that that company kind of identifies themselves and says we need to seek out the services of you? Usually, a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the problems come down to communication. So, uh, for 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 example, a wealth management firm who uses our services, they their advisors are not connecting well enough with their clients, or they wish to acquire more clients. And a lot of the time, it comes down to uh, communication, understanding how the person on the other side of the table. T- uh, ticks. From a leadership perspective, at the end of the day, you know, the way I sort of look at the, the holy grail of leadership being how, do, and, and this is really true of any, any setting, how do you manage the differences between people? Because the differences between people are what cause the roadblocks to decision making, to productivity. And so when you get a leader that's wanting to understand the different people on their team, how to work with them, interact with them, get the best out of them to grow them. You know, what in a way what we call know, engage and grow. That's where we where we step in. So that's 
because you know we're we're in the field we're in the field of human behavior uh we have diagnostic type systems sure to uncover how each person ticks it's it's a very objective process so normally it's it's a leader that wants to know more about how their employees are wired and how their clients are wired so that they can know engage and grow them sure what are some of the tools that you use i'm assuming like some disc disc assessment type stuff what, what they're our own systems oh really proprietary wow yeah so we have our own proprietary uh systems that uh we built we scientifically validated them um and 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 that's what that's what gets that's what gets deployed and you know again the key differential of ours maybe against the competitors out there is that we have the financial behavior component so you know firms use strengths finder disc marge briggs predictive index culture index you know there's 3000 plus of those tools out there that are looking at someone's talent or strengths in some way we do that with our business dna system but on top of that we're more focused on the financial behavior element because what we've found is that uh, how someone is motivated by money what kinds of financial choices they would make influence a lot of behaviors and so that's where you know if you said we are more the king in that area so is that what you look to improve it, it, like what is the first step in diagnosing kind of the direction that you want to take some of these clients as you kind of walk in there having these acquisition or customer success issues and the first thing you diagnose is kind of the the spending habits or the the relationship that the the reps have with money the the first thing that we actually look at is actually what their talents are you know who they are as a person is the first step and then the second step is is how they deal with money what the relationship to money is uh, and 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 overlaid with all of that is we're looking at their identity how do they want to show up in the world how are they you know operating as a unique human being what's their impact right but the money components tied in there you know if we look at a leader of a business a lot of leaders a lot of businesses succeed or fail because of the leader's relationship to money as well so that's a uh, you know, key components. So it's really both Bailey talents and the money behavior cool. that we that we're looking at. So how did you learn this? What was your like professional route in Australia? I'm assuming you have some background in in some behavioral science, or I I, I would put myself as I'm a reformed accountant. <laughs> so I actually uh, I actually started as a CPA, and you know, and after ten years of that. I set up a wealth management business and it was there working with the clients that I started to see different behaviors emerge when people are under pressure. And as I went through that and I was thinking about thinking about that, I, I also saw the same when I was a CPA. Um, you know, people would operate one way in a normal social setting under pressure, making a big decision or an event takes place. Some different behaviors would jump out. And that's what I wanted to know. And that's what we today call, um, you know, a person's natural hardwired behavior. And it really comes from their, uh, uh, some part of it comes from their genetics in their early life. And, you know, up till they're three years old is very shaping on those behaviors. And that's why we call the company DNA behavior. And when I got to understand that through the help of a, of a uh, organizational uh, psychologist, 
I realized that was the missing piece for, for, for wealth management, uh, for dealing with high net worth families, really for dealing with any investor. So I deployed it in my own wealth management business and it was very successful uh, for helping those clients. And I decided after more work with it that I wanted it to be my day job. And that's when I came to America uh, to, you know, to build it out more. We got the, the whole system validated uh, at, at two universities here in, um, in Atlanta. And, you know, I've just gone from there. So that's, that's where the shifts come because it's also about my personal passion. Um, and I had a knack for seeing how someone, you know, the, the, the types of financial choices that someone wanted and needed to make, but also who they were as a person and, and getting the alignment right on that. I could, I could, I could see that out of the person you know if someone wants to set goals it's not just a linear thing of you know we'll go from a to b in x time frame there's the person's life journey in there there's who they are in there and and that's where i really had a gift of being able to unravel that and and, and help the person get alignment right right and so are all of your clients here in america no, not all the clients. The, the bigger part of our clients are in, are in the United States, but we have um, clients in you know Canada, Australia, uh, South Africa, Hong Kong, um, England. We, we, the, the systems have been used in 123 countries and 11 oh, wow. languages to date. Wow. But the majority, a good part of the business is in the United States, uh, Canada, Australia as well. Uh, you know, we have we have clients, and gradually, step by step, we're spreading it out uh, as, as as time goes along. Technology has been uh, a good friend to us in enabling us to do that. Sure. What does your team look like? So we have fifty people on our team, um, oh, wow. which is made up of executives. We have some software developers, support staff. That's the that's the core team, and then uh, in addition to that, we have. I suppose if you want to call it consultants that, that use the systems on a day in day out basis with, with their clients, it, it underpins their businesses. And we have some distributors that have teams as well. Wow. Wow. Very intricate organization. Um, so tell me as you entered America with you kind of, you understood your business, you understood the science you're going, how does that validation process work? Yeah. So the validation process is really putting, um, is, is, is looking at the system from a scientific perspective to say that when people answer our questions, so to get to your, to your DNA style, you need to spend uh, 10 and a half minutes online. That's the average answering 46 questions that are very uniquely structured, choosing between words, most, uh, there's three words, single words, you've got to choose most and least like, leave one out. That takes that takes ten and a half minutes. Now we we ran samples of people through that, benchmarked them against other um, surveys, also uh, retested them in the system. So there's a whole scientific process that you go through, and we then had independent um, consultants, independent of our business, validate that soft validate the outcomes. They they use you know if we want to call it engineers type software. Right. to test the reliability of what we were coming up with. So we have a very high reliability factor oh, wow. in our in our system um, that's measured using known scientific processes. 
but sure. it really comes down to the accuracy comes down to the questionnaire, write data in, write data out. People try to build assessment tools, but they don't understand the construction of the questions. And that's very important to driving the outcomes that you want to get. Sure. Sure. And it's not something you can do overnight. It, it takes it takes some time. This right. took uh, this took this taken years. How but, many how many surveys do you think that you guys did? You know, how many people did you run through the system before you were at that point of like actual validity? You can you can get a believe it or not you can get a minimum validity on if you know what you're doing on on three hundred people. But it was probably more when we passed a hundred thousand that we actually knew this this really works. And because we could see that, that the same results came out for the first 300 as they did for yeah. the, the, the next 100,000. Uh, yeah. But remember in the building process, we had done a lot of, we had done a lot of profiles. So it was really 300 that we used in the final sampling that, that was used for the initial statistical review. But we had done, you know, a lot ahead of that so we knew what work was working and didn't work and then we did another hundred thousand or so that that proved it up and now we run a million people a year through the system and it, it's it's extremely reliable and stable wow and what is that end result that they get like if i go through the system 10 and a half minutes 46 questions what do i get when i'm done yeah so you and you could you can go online to uh dnabehavior.com or financialdna.com or businessdna.com. So if any listener to this wants to go and do a trial, they can go in online and they're going to, if they answer the questions, they're going to get back two reports. There's going to be one that's a one page long that's going to tell them about their work talents and a second one about their financial behavior. Now, that's what you get for a free trial. If you uh, are a subscriber to our system or are asking for coaching or wealth mentoring help, then there are additional sets of reports. But the one-page reports are going to give you key information about how you spend, take risks, set goals, um, how you wish to be communicated with, uh, basic you know, key things that are, are, are what's important to you. So we've found that for a consumer, that's very uh it's very understandable language it's not psychometric gobbledygook right that they're getting back it's easy to understand and it's actionable um the power comes though that the facilitators get more data um we tended to build this into other software systems where a whole lot of insights come in that are relevant to how that software system operates that's really when the power comes um to to this by doing api uh data connections to to other systems what type of systems so for net for example financial planning software oh okay robotic okay um all those wealth, wealth investment platforms yeah. uh salesforce crm um charles schwab type systems hiring platforms you, you would use it sure wow um that's very interesting. I know some people in that game as well that have built some some proprietary HR um, platforms and things like that that you might want to um, discuss that with as well. Um, they have some pretty large clients and, and a good relationship with Career Career Builder. Um, yeah, probably be a pretty pretty decent introduction. I, 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 I know Career Builder. Yeah. yeah. Do you know Brad Park? No. 
Uh, I know of the company. I don't know all the people inside there. So Brad Park owns HR starters. They started out as applicant starters, applicant tracking system, and developed a bunch of HR products on top of that and recoined themselves HR starters. Um, they're right in your neck of the woods, actually. He's um, he's like Paces Ferry area. Um, they did yep. business out of Buckhead and Atlantic Village for a long time. And because of the COVID, they don't really do that anymore. They work more remotely. But um, very strong organization. has been a partner organization for us for a long time. Be happy to make an introduction for you. I think he's probably someone you're looking to because he's making all those introductions in all the same places. So, and all of those, uh, those integrations are done for him. So, yeah, that would be good. Cool. Yeah, I can do that. Uh, I'll tell you, it's very interesting. It makes me want to, um, I'm going to go do, do a test. You're going to do your test. Go, too? go and do your own and, uh, <laughs> and, and see a bit more. And I'm happy to chat to you about it, Bailey, but yeah. It's, yeah. uh, maybe no, I'll tell it, everybody. It, it's Do a you very get like a great field? I think we're, you know, we've been growing the business, but we're also, as I said at the start, we're probably quite niche with it in the sense, in in a way, in 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 some of the applications that we come up with. Sure. Do you do you get like a grade, or is it just is just some some words? You get feedback? told where you are again. You get told the strength of your behavior against the rest of the population, but you don't get told oh, wow. are you a good boy or a bad boy. <laughs> Uh, type thing. Do you get um, like a percentile? Yeah, you get put in a percentile. Oh, so you'd man. know, okay, I'm 98% more of a risk taker than the rest of the population, or I'm 68% more relational. That's going to give you, that's going to, the strength of the, what that score really shows you is your strength of your behavior relative to other people and what your leaning would be. And, you know, we, we have hiring reports in there. We, we would, you know, people can see, okay, I, I'd be better suited to this type of career path sure. than another type of career path. Sure. So that is interesting. I definitely want to um, to take you up on that and do some of the stuff and then and then revisit that with you, um, re- reintroduce yeah. that idea with you. I'm curious as well, I kind of wanted to ask about entrepreneurship in, in America. Is as you came over here, how much experience did you have with the entrepreneurship space in America? Are, are you surprised by what you found? Are you excited about it? Uh, I had no experience with the, with the um, American entrepreneur space. I came with a suitcase and just got on airplanes and traveled around. And, uh, you know, in a way it was rubbing two sticks together and hoping to make a fire. Um, that's what people in the outback of Australia do, and and you hope uh, that something catches on. That that was really it. But what I did, I did know that America is a pretty welcoming country to to people with ideas, whether they are from America or outside America. There's plenty of foreigners that come here and done okay. It's not like you can just walk in and there's gold bars under the pavement of the street. You have to work at it, uh, but. It's 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 here for the taking. If if you want to, I don't think there's been any surprises to me about the um, the entrepreneurial community or market. I think the American markets are big, and I think one of the things is that you can get lost in that, and that's a that's probably a trap for many people thinking that they're going to conquer it all. Whereas it's more important perhaps to be niche and build yourself up out of that, and not and not. Um, you know, try and, um, you know, be an elephant right out the gate. Um, Again, it depends on the industry you're in and what you're trying to do, but uh, so that, that would be my, that would be my assessment of it. I think technology um, 
helps these days, but you still you've got to you've still got to be heard amongst all the noise that's out there. Sure. Sure. And do you run up do you run across any surprises now in business? What what is still developing and changing for you in your business? I know as an entrepreneur that that game never really changes. So what do you what do you revise now in your business? What are some of the the things that you guys throw back and forth when you're talking about those, you know, KPIs for your business and, and things that you guys are looking at? Yeah, I think there's a few things. I think it's it's um you know, from a marketing sense is probably where the, the, the key area. It's keeping us ourselves. So what we've worked on harder is keeping our ourselves narrowed down a lot so that we are seen as different in the market that we operate in. And, you know, I suppose it's really looking at how can you be a niche player but still build a $100 million or more business out of that niche. That That's really, I think, how people... Um, should be thinking here, you know, how can you be a category king in your niche? And I'm a big, big advocate of a book called Play Bigger. I, I, I always, I tell every entrepreneur, every person that wants to uh, get into entrepreneurship, set up a business to read that book and know what business category you can be the king of. There's great stories in there from Uber onwards. The other part is, you know, working on your identity as, a, as an entrepreneurial leader you know, where are you unique and where can you have uh, that greatest impact? I think if you have those things together, then it's just really a matter of, um, you know, looking at the distribution. We, we've built partnerships with other firms that, that help us uh, move forward. So we try and concentrate on what we're 10 out of 10 at and then partner with somebody that can complement that. And that's really the, the growth strategy going around and door knocking on every financial advisor's door, door um, ringing every person up, that's not going to work. Nope. Nope. That doesn't work. That, that, that's um, not, not going to build a national market in, in, in any way. I think that people did that once upon a time, but it doesn't work. Um, so you, you've got to, you've got to have an appeal to uh, other people and build and, and really, I suppose it's it's building daily a uh, being part of a technology ecosystem, part of a network. Build your own network. Be part of other people's networks. That's what's going to help you grow. Sure, but you've got to know what you're different about what 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 your difference is if you're going to do that successfully. Yeah, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, um, business friend of mine, the other day that was telling me, you know, the old people do business with people that they like, know, and trust adage. He takes that a step further, and he says, now, you know, with with what we experience with COVID, it's like no trust and have a relationship with. You know, it's how do you build those relationships that are going to be strategically advantageous for your business? You know, that that's what the podcast is a big. Um, portion of that for us you know we, we create connections and hope that you know one day they will uh come back around you know that's basically what what we do so yeah, I, I think what you're doing with the podcast that's why i wanted to come uh, you know is it does help build relationships people can see you people can can see you there i mean as you say uh getting meetings is harder and harder people aren't going to have random meetings sure anymore um and and the world's changed in that and it's probably changed permanently uh it will be harder and harder so you've got to find other ways to to connect and i think people hearing your story is is important i agree 
I absolutely agree. And that's why we, we took this, you know, we want this to be a platform for other people's stories and other people's purposes, um, to, to be elevated. You know, that, that, that's our goal here is to create that, that sense and that platform. But, um, before you go, I want you to tell us how we can find you for sure. If people want to talk to you, connect with you, whatever way, um, what's the best way for them be, for them to do that? Yeah, so thank you. The best way to uh, to find me is you can go to LinkedIn. I'm there, Hugh Massey. I'm in LinkedIn. Or you can go onto our website at uh, dnabehavior.com and check it out. And that'll link you to the other websites that we have and, 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 and any of the listeners viewers can 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 see what we've got to to offer there um i recently launched a book called leadership behavior dna that's that's available online at amazon if anyone wants to read it um there's there's another book out there called financial dna as well so you know there's i think there's plenty of ways to uh to reach and find me and there are various podcasts out there and and these types of interviews so um that's the great thing about technology. There's lots of, uh, there's lots of platforms now. Sure. Much more exposure. Yeah. Cool. Well, I hope that, uh, I'll make that introduction for you that I was telling you about. I hope that our network takes the advantage to get to know somebody really awesome, um, in business. Uh, you've taught me a lot and I'm very interested. I think we'll have our office run through, um, a couple of DNA behavior tests and see. Yeah, well, I'd be delighted if you, if you guys go in online to just go to the public link that I mentioned at, at, um, on our websites, you'll see free trial, do them. And then, and then I'll circle back around with you and uh, take you through your paces as, you know, as a, as a <laughs> complimentary exercise for uh, putting me on your uh, platform. Cool. I can do that. Thanks. I appreciate that. I appreciate the, uh, the idea. Don't tell me, you know, how bad my scores are though. Once you see them. We've all got with Bailey, we've all got great strengths, <laughs> go and leverage them and, and uh, keep building, keep, keep building your identity. Yep. We're figuring it out. We're figuring it out. Well, I appreciate you coming on, man. I look forward to uh, to reconnecting for sure. Thank you. I appreciate That's the resources. A pleasure. We'll stay in us. touch. Thanks a lot, Bailey. Absolutely. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye.